Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Steps Podcast. Um, today we have Taylor Winter again, and you may have uh, listened to her previous episode. And in that episode, she talked about how you know she is a child of um, divorced parents. So I asked her if she would be willing to share her uh, step parenting journey as well. And um, yeah, she she was all for it. So. Thank you, Taylor, for coming back. I appreciate this. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. For sure. For sure. So uh, let's jump right in. Um, you know, you talked last time about how you, you're you a product of divorced parents, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, do you remember when, you know, your step-parents, parent came into your life? Yes. Uh, my stepmom and my dad met in 98. And I briefly remember like him bringing her to the apartment and being like, oh, my dad has a girlfriend because he, we spent so many years like with my dad, like me, my dad and my sister. So yeah. it was really cute. We would do all these like daughter, you know, father, father, daughter stuff together. But then my stepmom came into the picture and I think at first we were a little like, hmm, who is this? You know, but she was so like friendly and nice and she was like really ready to just like start being really hands-on and have fun with us and that was really like exciting because even though we were very like protective over our dad you know it was exciting to see him you know find love and and find somebody did did was it ever a like um like too much too fast with her or Like, do you feel like it was kind of more paced out or do you remember any of that? Mm, I feel like it was more paced out, but I do remember it being like, like, I really have really fond memories. Like in the beginning, like I remember um, one of the things that she did for me was um, she invited some of my friends over for a sleepover and she set up all of this little like dinner set and table and she had us all dress up and gave us like apple juice and grape juice and little wine glasses and like you know gave us this whole little like high class experience for second graders and it was so (laughs) cute like she just went all all out she went to the disney store and bought us like these little like recliner chairs to sit in front of the tv always buying us like coloring books and stuff she was very i remember doing a lot of hands-on activities i remember one time we painted ornaments together like the little ones that are kind of clear and you paint the watercolors and you hang them on the tree just so much fun stuff and my dad and her also worked together so my dad was a bartender and she was a bartender so they worked together at the same establishment right And so like during on the weekends, we would have a babysitter. And so they would get all dressed up and all fancy and they'd smell all good. My dad would have his hair slicked back. She'd get all pretty and they would go out do their job and we would hang out with the babysitter and then they'd come back and we would have a lot of like fun barbecues and parties because they're friends from the the I think it was called the Skybox at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, they would come over and they'd hang out and we just had a lot of really fun experiences as they were dating. And then they got married a year later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Quickly. Yes. Yeah. My little sister was also um, being like bacon at the, <laughs> at the time. So they were like, let's get married. <laughs> Baking. I love bacon. that. I love that. I love that. Um, when, you know, so you, you met her. How old are you when you met her? I believe I was five or six. Yeah. I want to say five or six. Okay. Yeah. And my parents divorced when I was like two. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. So, oh, so you had some time where some it was time just with dad. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and okay. it was great times too. My dad had this big black, like a uh, Chevy truck that he had built himself and he would put me and my sister in the little passenger seat and we would ride around town. So that era of me and my dad and my sister was so cute and precious. But once my stepmom came, it was like this new, like fun experience. And my dad was so happy and we got to do a lot more girly stuff because yeah. my dad wasn't a girly right. person. You know what I mean? So it was right. fun. Yeah. That's, that's good. Fun. That's good. Um, did, did it ever seem like you guys were like, um, 
um, like, like, not not forced, I guess, but like it it didn't seem like organic, or was it more of just like, man, this feels right now. Like it feels right that this stepmother is coming into play. Yeah, no, it did. It felt really right. I don't remember a period, maybe you know, at that age, being like, oh no, this wasn't, this isn't what you know this isn't what I wanted or I didn't you know want to have a second mom or anything like that no it never felt those feelings it did I didn't feel anything like that in the in the beginning like before going into their wedding and everything like that like we were in their wedding it was a beautiful experience you know what I mean getting to see her get dressed up and it was it was really really nice I think the the time period where I kind of felt those feelings was maybe after they got married when there was more like challenges between you know my dad's mom and yeah or my dad's yeah ex-wife and her so yeah 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 I got you yeah uh and and so I, I I I'm curious when you know, you guys are like, you know, you, your dad and your sister, and then now your stepmom comes into play. And then so, you know, do you remember what it was like when like the or if there was any like transition of, okay, now you are like my dad's friend who is here all the time. But now uh, like you're going to be stepmom. Like, do you remember them having a conversation with you or anything like that? No, I don't remember a conversation, but I do remember us going to my stepmom's like apartment and like packing up her stuff so she could come <laughs> move in. Cause she moved in really quick, right? right? They got married a year later and I loved her apartment. I thought it was so cool cause she lived on her own. My stepmom's always been super independent ever since she was like 15. She mm. like, she moved out, all that stuff. So she's always been independent. So to see her apartment, I was like, wow, this is cool. I think I remember thinking, why does she want to leave this place and come to my dad's house? You know what I mean? But they were so good together and they always had so much fun together and I think that's what what I remember most is like it was always fun like yeah. we really had a lot of good times together as a family like yeah, yeah it was great yeah. I love that um, do you remember uh, like after so after you guys are like you guys are married after your <laughs> after your uh, stepmom and dad get married right mm-hmm. um, so like what's what's the, like the elementary school time kind of look like right so oh, yeah second grade you guys are doing this sleepover like what does that time frame all look like yeah well so I I think I ended up living with them up until I was like third grade yeah so like I remember there was a time where it was like Valentine's Day and Mm -hmm. she had come to our school and brought my sister and I big balloons and like candies and everything like that and I I kind of felt a little embarrassed because there was like kids that were like why is their mom bringing in all this (laughs) stuff but she really went out of her way to like do these gestures that made me and my sister feel really like like that she cared for us and never in a way where it was like, Oh, I'm trying to buy you out for your dad. You know what I mean? It was like, she genuinely cared and enjoyed her experience with us. One time she took us to, um, a Wilkinson's concert. It's an old country band that she really liked. And she took us with her and we had the best time. She actually uh, signed me up for dance classes when I was really young and would drive me up to Oakers and just like things that like, you know, my biological mom, she was really like my mom, mom, she was really like a good mom, but my stepmom was so, hands-on and gave me all of these opportunities to do many so many things with her that like I just didn't I think expect from her right that really made me quickly like see her as a mom really fast it was right. never like oh you're my dad's girlfriend it was like right. very quickly it was like dad's girlfriend and like nope this is like mom like she's here you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I like that um and then like in that in that elementary school time frame right mm-hmm. um what was it like kind of going between like, you know, my I'm, I'm with my dad and then I go with my mom and then like, you know, I'm going back and forth because you said you guys were living with them mm-hmm. primarily until you're thir- in third grade. So I assume now 
after that, it's like kind of a back and forth? Yeah. So um, it, before the end of third grade, it was kind of a little bit of back and forth. I would see mom and, and see dad. But the thing was, is that my dad met my stepmom and then my mom also met my former stepdad at the same exact time. Oh, right. Gotcha. So not only am I having a new stepmom, but I also had a new stepdad introduced in my life on the other side. So I was kind of going between these households that had two people kind of like yeah. introducing themselves. And I think it's kind of blurry, like what that introduction with my stepdad looked like. I don't really remember too much, but I do remember that they both got pregnant at the same exact time. My brother was born in March and my sister was born in September oh, of 1999. Your biological mom and your yes. stepmom. Gotcha. Got pregnant both at the same time. I don't know how they managed to do that, yeah. but within months apart, right? Hey, kudos to them. Way yeah, to plan that out. Right. I know. <laughs> so my brother and my sister are both like, you know, months apart in age, which is really cool actually. But, um, so during that time, my mom and my biological mom ended up getting sick during her pregnancy. So I spent a big majority of my time with my dad. I didn't really go to my mom because she oh, was in the hospital. Yeah, so it was like yeah, I didn't yeah. really see my mom. And then at the end of my third grade year, my grandfather on my dad's side got really sick. He had diabetes that he didn't tell anybody about. And he ended up getting really, really ill. And all my uncles basically like rushed to his side. So my dad told my mom, hey, you know, we're going to a Tascadero to go live, you know, with dad and take care of him. You know, can we take the girls and she basically said no so that was when we basically got cut off from seeing them for a really long time and then oh, my grandfather passed away yeah. and what I learned is that you know one parent told me that we weren't allowed to go to the funeral. The other parent tells me that w the other parent didn't want us to go. So right. I, I don't know what's really the truth, honestly. Sure. I believe my the parent that told me that I you know, was invited to go. But th it was that point that I remember a huge shift in like sure. the parental. You know, my mom wasn't sick anymore. She The baby was born, you know. And there just became a different kind of like challenge that I wasn't expecting. And things went from really like happy-go-lucky, you know, to kind of like a lot harder and in the sense for me and my sister being in this middle ground of yeah. of these parents, you know, trying to figure out their new lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like uh, kind of growing up too fast? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like when in 2000, what was it, 2004? Yeah, that's when I realized like, my mom started saying things like your dad doesn't, you know, want to see you guys oh, and things like sure. that that you probably shouldn't tell your kids. Right. But, you know, when you're in those emotions, I think you, maybe you're not thinking clearly, but it definitely became this almost like tug and pull on me and my sister of like, you know, loyalties yes and, yeah. exactly and like we also didn't have any control over the situation so no matter how much you know i stomped my foot and said i want to go see dad it was it then became a matter of like custody and sure, um sure. Uh, child support and then yeah. it was like something that was way over my head but it definitely went from me feeling like i went from more of being like a child to really have like all of a sudden having to be like this have this responsibility i didn't know i was gonna have right yeah right. starting what was that uh, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that the time frame where, uh, your grandfather got sick too? Yeah, I was, it was end of third grade. Yeah. Fourth going into fourth grade and fourth grade is, I remember I started my fourth grade year with my mom. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So I gotcha. went to a completely different school. Yeah. Um, started making new friends and that's actually the era that started like when I was getting bullied for the first time because sure. in third and second grade I wasn't, I had a really good experience at that school and then it was like fourth grade and on, it was just, it was a whole different experience. So I, I gotcha. do, there's parts of me that really resented my mom early on because yeah. I felt like she took me from a life that I really 
could have blossomed in. And I, I grew, I've still had to struggle with those feelings as an adult being like, man, what if I would have gotten to stay with that? Or sure. what if, you know? So it's, it's hard to think back on those times because though that also changed my relationship with my stepmom, and it was a huge struggle for us to get back to that like yeah. good point. So, so do you mind if we talk about that struggle? Yeah. So what was the struggle? Um, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. It's all good. It's all good. <clears throat> so it was basically like suddenly like things were being put into my head that my stepmom really didn't care. And I think there was a lot of, of fighting and arguments between my biological mom and my stepmom during their pregnancy. So it was kind of building up. I think me and my sister didn't always see it. I do have some memories, um, but my there was a lot of like um custody issues and like oh, seeing yeah. visitation right and people yeah. being like who's gonna see who who's picking up you know and that yeah. created so many challenges between those parents that then <clears throat> excuse me then created like you know this really weird bad relationship between my stepmom and my mom which then trickled down to my mom saying things in front of us or to us that made me question things about you know my stepmom which were never true and then also my stepmom probably feeling so exhausted from all of the chaotic like things that were going on that were not something she signed up for I mean she loved these kids she wanted to be with them like she and I truly feel that I know that it was probably hard for her to have to go through this because she's like I'm just trying to be with this guy, have my baby and take care of these kids. And now all of a sudden, you know, my, my other mom is saying that she's going to take them for child support. And my stepmom's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, I'm been ta- I want to take care of these kids. So it was really hard because, you know, me and my sister could not do anything. We were just kind of sitting there. Are we going to go to dad's house? Or are we going to stay at mom's? Like, you yeah. know, and always walking on eggshells wondering what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. The, the, the relationship with your stepmom, mm-hmm. you know, y- you talked a little earlier about how, you know, you saw her doing these things and that was mom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When that time frame, like right up until fourth grade. Um, when did, did you like go back into the environment where you were, you know, with your biological father and you were with your stepmom again? Um, so I think when I was around... Oh, I want to say it was 2007. So how many years was that? Maybe three or four years later, things calmed down. There was, you know, no more push and pull. It was now like the decisions were being made. Yes. So that's when we slowly started to go back. But it took a lot of like easing our way back over there into that that life that they had really built already for themselves right my sisters yeah. were grown like they've they have this whole family dynamic that damn dynamic that oh, we weren't a yeah. part of right yeah, like yeah. so my sister that's when we face those feelings of like being the other kids or like oh, is yeah. that really mom anymore and it was that yeah. was so hard because I grew up with her and then I did had this period of not really being with her with so much challenges and then trying to be back into that dynamic was like it just kind of felt forced at that time it felt hard it felt like is this gonna work like are we gonna be able to get back to to that those like you know happy-go-lucky good family memories where there's not all of this like chaos and you know stuff behind it yeah um but it did like over time, like as we started to go over there more and kind of like slowly have conversations about the past too. Oh, Cause I think yeah. the more you try and cover it up and hide it, yeah. the more it just kind of finds other ways to come out. So the more we kind of stopped walking on eggshells around the topics and really, you know, and I think that came from me asking questions and, you know, really getting clarity on situations that 
you know, I had only been told one side and they only saw one side of, right? Like they, they got, they didn't get a whole experience with us. So they don't even know what my sister and I were told or what we absorbed. So for me to come to them and be like, Hey, like, you know, is this true? Did this happen? Like, you know, how, how, how do you guys feel about all of this? It was kind of like, good to have those conversations and put all that out on the table and then over time we were able to start creating new family memories and me and my sister didn't feel like you know oh we're we're you know we're the, the other kids. other kids we're the step kids yeah. you know what I mean because it was always like you know these are their kids and then we're the step kids and now we're all the kids now we're all the daughters now like yeah. that's my mom those are my sisters those aren't my half sisters yeah. you know what I mean yeah so I, th- I think that's really hard for kids when you when you have your biological parent and they meet somebody and then you know they have other children with them and you're not you're not necessarily in their family dynamic it's so hard to feel like you're still a part of that family when you're not in the in the growing up you don't grow up with the same memories you don't like sleep in the same house you do all the same things you're in this other household so when you try to go over there and fit into this household it just doesn't you feel like this weird puzzle piece that doesn't fit right and it and it's hard and I think my sister always kind of felt like you know, sitting in the corner, like, oh, you know, this just is, doesn't match. Yeah. And same thing when we go back to our, you know, our mom's house, it was like, we don't mesh here. Where do where you know, where is our, so it was always me and my sister, like, you know, yeah, together. Um, but now as an adult, like my stepmom is probably like my best friend. I tell her, everything, <laughs> like, you know, and I'm so blessed to say that. Like, I really love the fact that we were able to move past all of those things and like really talk about them. Like I've had such deep, like heartfelt conversations with her about how I feel about how she helped raise me and like breed confidence into me. And then even as an adult, like she's so supportive and like ready to help me grow and really just like hands on in a way that she's even told me like, you know, I know that you, me and your dad weren't necessarily there. We didn't get the opportunity to be there. But if we can help you now, we want, we want to help you now. We want to help. What, and to hear that as an adult is so weird because you don't think your yeah. parents are going to come into your life in your late 20s and be like, let us help you. Yeah. But when you think about the amount of time that they didn't get to be a part of it, I think they also want to be a part of this era because, you know, there was a lot of setbacks for me and my sister. And now if they sure. can con- contribute to the future and be a part of that, then that's like the most beautiful thing ever. Like it's the happy ending to a story that like we didn't sure. know was going to end like that. So, yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that. And I mean, you know, at that time when your guys are able to maybe have those conversations, you're like, what, 15, 16, yeah. 17, mm-hmm. something like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Mm-hmm. The, the, <clears throat> the timeline of it also is, is crazy too, because like, you know, you're pulled into like, okay, I'm spending more time with my dad and my stepmom, And then I'm spending more time with my biological mother mm-hmm. and, and like you're, you know, the stepdad that you don't really have too many memories of. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're now thrust back into this, uh, dual household mm-hmm. households. Right. Yeah. Um, do you remember like the biggest kind of obstacle you faced, like going back and forth? Yeah, I think it had to come with my, it was my mom's response, my biological mom's response to that back and forth. She wasn't necessarily fond of me going back and forth. I had to, I had to endure a lot of like, you know, you care about them more than you care about us. Like, you know, just go live with them if you want to kind of stuff. And it was really hard for me because like, I didn't want to choose a parent. I just wanted to have both of my parents and be loved by both my parents and have them both in my life. And it felt like I had to choose and be loyal. And I was like, you know what? We don't need to, we don't need to be doing that. We need to just like 
stick to what the focus is and like allowing me to to be with my dad and not like try to you know pull me into a toxic situation that doesn't need to happen so, yeah yeah i got you yeah you you mentioned your sisters with on your dad's side right mm-hmm. so you your dad and stepmom got pregnant again and had another child yes okay um, morgan was born I like how you're like, oh, that's right. There's I have a second so one. <laughs> yeah, I have so many siblings. Let me tell you. I have so many siblings that I don't even know. She was born in 2001. Oh, okay. Say. So not that long after Hallie. But yeah, so then they had two kids. And that was like in, that was in between like when my grandpa passed away or like or before. Right. So they had to carry two kids up to Atascadero. But they were ready to yeah. take all four of us because, right. you know what I mean, they, that was our little family at the time. You right, know what right. I mean? So there was a brief period where it was all four of us. And I know that was hard for my stepmom because sure. she was, you know, had two older kids, two babies. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I have to take all these kids and travel up here and take care of, you know. So it was definitely a challenge for my parents, like, you know, with all of the all of these kids trying to create a household when, you know, family loss is going on yeah. and like, you know, trying to raise kids and put them into school. Like it was just really chaotic. But I they're they're amazing. Like they've always tried their best to do what they can for us. And they've I mean, they've been together since they met. Yeah. Like it's they're the most loyal couple that I know. So I, I love lo- I love them. Yeah. They I very much that. inspire me to have hope. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's all that matters. Um so in in terms of like your your step mom and you know having her biological children and then um uh your sisters right and then you and your sister from um you know your dad Mm -hmm. and biological mom's relationship um when you guys were going back you you know what were the kind of those outsider feelings like how did how did that kind of get settled down do you remember them them as in like your dad and your stepmom like doing certain things to help you guys like ease back in um yeah they would try and take us into like family experiences with my stepmom's family but i think that's Mm. when it would trigger those feelings right because they didn't know us so it was kind of like hi you know hi yeah Yeah. literally and they're kind of like okay and i think because of all the challenges they face you know how families talk they were kind of like they you know i think unfortunately that does get put onto the kids in some way shape or form but me and my sister always just you know we we tried we wanted to be a part of it and my my dad and my stepmom really did try and set up that dynamic and we went on like trips together and we like i remember a particular trip where we went to the snow and i was so cold that my dad had to take all his clothes off and give me all his clothes so that i wouldn't freeze <laughs> you know what i mean but they always I, imagine dragging four girls up into the yeah, snow or to the beach yeah. but it was like we always had those ex- those family experiences and like we have uh two dogs and like we love we, they would love to take the dogs with us to the beach and things like that so over time like just creating even though you know it was awkward at first trying to fit back mm-hmm. into those family experiences mm-hmm. we still did it. it was there was no reason why you know they weren't gonna you know invite us they always said hey come over for thanksgiving come over for christmas you know what i mean Love when that. we lived with my mom so you know and it was always like are you com- calling us are you coming over this weekend so yeah. they they very much showed that they wanted us to be over there yeah I like that mm-hmm. awesome awesome yeah. um and, and and so you know you're you're basically getting out of high school or maybe your senior year of high school now, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're starting to reform this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then, you know, take us through like what the time period from like that till 
you know, you going, you becoming an adult, right? Yes. You turning 18. Like, what was that kind of time period then? So they actually helped me. It was really cool because I, I think it was uh, 19, 18, 19 um, in college. Um, I had actually just broken my ankle. Not that, like, I think it was, like, my last year of college. Oh, I was about wow. go, on my way to go take a final, and I broke my ankle, like, <laughs> leaving my house. The worst yes. way. Oh, my gosh, the worst way to go out. <laughs> and it was just a lot of chaotic things. And my point after I had healed from that that ankle break, so my dad and my stepmom actually allowed me to come b- move in with them in Sanger. So nice. I went to move in in Sanger. I got a job at Barnes & Noble. I was, like, going Holla. to school. Yeah, I'm a little book nerd. Um, and so. Hey, they, we all are. Well, and, some of us are. <laughs> <laughs> and they basically like helped me get on my foot as an adult right because i didn't mm-hmm. necessarily have those opportunities at my mom's house so they were like let us help you you know and they very much encouraged me to stay in school get a job all that stuff and then after that like they you know they gave me that footing i was able to move out on my own i moved into my um an apartment with some roommates that i met at barnes and noble and then from there i just kind of navigated adulthood on my own but i always knew that i could like call them and go there and stay with them or if i needed things they were there for me and my grandma lived there at the time too my dad my my dad's mom. So um, it was really nice because not only did I have them, I had my whole family there and I I had this access whenever I wanted. It was no longer like, I need permission. Somebody come pick me up. You know what I mean? Like it was really nice to like, be an adult and be able to just like call them and not have that like, you know, push and pull that I had as a child. So yeah. Um, And and then it's funny because when the pandemic came, I was living in a different apartment downtown Fresno with my best friend and my sister, and we had some like um, situations where my best friend moved out, and it was right before the shutdown. So my parents oh. ha- were literally in the middle of buying this huge house, and they yeah. were like, "Hey, you know, we're buying this house. You need a f- place to stay because you're not going to be able to stay in that apartment anymore. Why don't you come and stay with us? And you know, we'll help you. We'll pay some bills for you. You just focus on your job and your." And I'm looking at my sister like, "What are they saying? They, 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 they told us all our sisters that, all of us sisters." And we were like, um, what? So it was really cool because my parents have become even more like attached. Like they want us there all the time and yeah. we call and FaceTime all the time. And yeah. we, we like go to the farmer's market on Saturdays together nice. and we like are like plan trips together. And it's just, it's really nice. Like our family has definitely gone through ups and downs being in this, you know, um, family dynamic, but I, I think that's made our relationship so much stronger sure. and we're like best friends now. There's like nothing that's off the table. We're very honest with each other and it's very like unconditional, like love, no matter what, if any of us need anything, you know, my, she's, that's my mom. Like she's yeah. not my stepmom. It feels even weird saying stepmom. Now. Sure. It doesn't feel natural. I'm like, that's my mom. You know? And even if it confuses people, yeah. I'm so good. Say it. All good. <laughs> so. That's for them to figure it out. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I'm curious to know, like, you know, you talked earlier about how, you know, your stepmom did all those things that a mom would do. So that was mom mm-hmm. early on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now even coming back or, you know, when you came back as a teenager, mm-hmm. it seemed like she she knew exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. It was more maybe on your end. Yeah, I think it was like, um, I think there was a little bit of just trust that needed to be rebuilt. Right. Because of all the things from your side. Right. Right. Yeah. Like trusting like. Okay, you know what I mean? And and I think too it was like wariness on her end, like you know what what what's going to happen is she you know like it was very much wary on both ends even for sure. my sister. So so yeah, even though it took some time, like we were that it didn't take long for us to rebuild the trust again yeah. and like have, you know, honest conversations and get back to that, you know, this is my mom kind yeah. of feeling, but it definitely it it was it definitely felt like 
I just I, I there were definitely parts that were kind of sad where it was like I wish that we had had more you know those time those times together and I did oh, I think we needed to grieve earlier, it together yeah. yes I think we needed to grieve it it was a lot that's what I think it is I think we really needed to sit and talk about what we missed out on and like cry it out together and we did we did have a moment like that I think that's I was like great. 16 and it was like you know like this is how we feel this is how we feel like you guys maybe could have fought for us a little bit more right. you know what i mean because like yeah. you guys were our parents and then you weren't you know you didn't really fight for us and that's how we felt and like that's why we feel awkward in this situation like we poured our hearts out basically as stepkids like this is where we feel like we you know maybe didn't get the most and they they 100 percent took like accountability and responsibility even my stepmom it made her cry and that was like that honest moment that we needed to be like, okay, we need to like rebuild our family again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, you know, I, I asked this of step kids and parents, right? How much do you think the consistency mattered of your stepmom? I think that definitely mattered a lot because when it was inconsistent, I think I questioned whether or not like, like I think I kind of we compared ourselves to our sisters and thought are we we're not worthy enough of the same kind of like you know showing up or attention or care or anything like that so it was one of those things where I think it would just hurt us if we felt like you know oh we didn't deserve that level of like consideration or, or attention or recognition but I think it was also awkward for them to try and find out find how much they could show up based on the circumstances sure. we were going through yeah. and not stepping on toes and you yeah. know what I mean and that's complicated for parents I wouldn't understand but I I understand now as an adult looking back like I understand why maybe they didn't step all the way into that situation mm-hmm. or why they held back because you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of bombs on the ground and they didn't want to set one off and I understand that so it's like there's a lot of those conversations that we need to have to have that understanding like okay this is what we experienced what I experienced you know what I mean like I don't want to sit here and be like you guys didn't show up like I want to say my piece but I also want to know what happened like why you couldn't and like when I could understand the situation fully it made so much sense I think sometimes we you know we're young and we don't understand it fully and we just have this lens that we see it through so it's like, oh, my stepmom doesn't care about me. I'm her other kid. But it's like, I don't understand because I'm 15 years old. I don't, right. or 13, 12, 10, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I give them a lot more grace than I had when I was younger. And it just comes with the growth and having those conversations. I think the more you hide from like, no, we can't talk about this, the more it just like will build up and come out in other ways. And you never really heal that relationship. And now it's like beautiful. Now we could talk and be so honest. And I never feel like anything is like too, like, tough of a conversation to have or talk about but we don't even need to go there anymore like, like everything's that. so good yeah like that. yeah um what would you say has been like your biggest obstacle with your stepmom and your guys's relationship i think me like accepting the the unconditional love i think i i have really? this problem of like n- not wanting to ask for help and not mm. feeling like that like i feeling like i'm a burden or feeling like you know like and literally the other day we were having a conversation and she was like she was like I just I've always wanted to help you and I know you're gonna do great things and you're gonna do this and all of her belief that she's always had in me like she has to always remind me of and I think that's what my biggest obstacle is is accepting that 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 unconditional motherly love is there because I don't think it was always necessarily there for me in my other household so I appreciate that from her a lot it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> all good. All good. All good. Take your time. Yeah, she was a blessing in that sense. For sure. Did did uh did you feel like 
at any time, you know, you were um, like you were a burden to to like that household all the time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because it's like they already had like established a family dynamic. They already had the servings in the kitchen for four people. They already oh, had the four sure, bedrooms. They already sure. had. So we came into this house that didn't have bedrooms for us and no right. extra servings of dinner. And like it was just kind of like, wow, OK, this is weird. Like I feel like we're pulling out a sleeping bag and sleeping on the floor. Like yeah. that kind of sucks. Like yeah. especially, excuse me, especially because – you know, it started off as me, my dad, and my sister. Right. And now it's just kind of me and my sister. So. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. Yeah. I don't mean for that to like trigger me. That's crazy. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Anyways. um, Yeah. So it was, it started off as this like three, you know, individuals in this little family. And then it was th- theirs and we had to kind of fit in. But I mean, like I said, working through the awkwardness was what needed to just happen. We had to right. like force ourselves right. into it be awkward they needed to see hey we don't have space for them we need to make space you know what i mean like it was and my dad was very quick to do that and i was my gonna dad say that. always been that. it like, seems like that yeah they were always quick to be like okay hold on they're back in our lives we need to make room like yeah. we need to figure this out we need a bigger house we need this we need that so my parents quickly realized okay we have two daughters back in our lives dad has four kids he's gotta <laughs> yeah. like you know come up come up with something so christmas has got real big real quick you yeah know what yeah I mean? yeah sorry i don't i don't mean to laugh it's it's no, funny it's though like as you're talking about it like i can i can see you being like damn he really did have to be like okay we're back yeah <laughs> like, literally exactly exactly and i was like oh that's that's a lot for you to have to handle get a bigger car everything like it was it was a lot but it's it's beautiful to have a big family you for know sure. what i mean and for like sure. even though even through the awkwardness we've been able to laugh at everything that's happened and i think that's the biggest blessing too is be able to laugh at the stuff yes. that you used to have you know bad experiences with now we're just like oh wow that's funny that was weird anyways yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And like create such great new memories so, i love that yeah. i love that um what what has been you know what has been like that kind of moment where it's switched right like where you're back in their lives and you are like oh okay yeah you've been mom like this entire time huh. i'm trying to think of a particular moment experience i don't know if i necessarily i just know that once we started to go back into their lives when I was, and I want to say that was like 16, 17, like consistently, consistently. It was like those little building of memories there. Like the Christmases. Like I remember the first Christmas that we had, like as a family where it was good. And it was just like, it finally felt like we were waking up at home for Christmas and not like looking at all the presents under the tree and wondering how many were for our sisters sure, and how many were for sure. us. Because You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I just, we didn't feel like we were rushed into the situation anymore. It yeah. was like, now it's like, no, this is home. And like, that was, that was so nice to finally. And I think we ended up taking a family picture too at one point where it was like, oh wow, like we're actually in the family picture because they had a picture together, but we, we, you know, we needed that family picture. And we had taken one when we were really young, like really Mm -hmm. young, all of us all together. And I look at that picture all the time and I'm like, wow, that's before, you know, we left. And now it's like to, to retake those pictures and do that again was Mm -hmm. like, I think that's exactly what my sister and I needed. I like that to feel back in, uh, back in the picture essentially. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, when, you know, 
when you guys, you know, are now back and then now, you know, adulthood happens and, you know, the pandemic is going on and, you know, they're inviting you guys back in and kind of bringing the family, I guess, back together. Yeah. Um, you know, what was the, what was that kind of dynamic like now? Because you had some time to be an adult and be on your own while you knew they were there. Right. right? But now you're an adult and you're like in while you have all these other memories. Right. Yeah. It's it has to be a little different. It was so different. And I felt first I felt like, oh, gosh, I'm like an adult and I'm moving back in with my parents. One, I know sure. everyone's always been there. Sure. But during the obviously the pandemic was really scary and a lot of people didn't know what was going on. And mm-hmm. like financially it was really hard. We were all struggling with our jobs at the same time. So our parents doing that for us was a huge blessing. And I'll like never, never not like be grateful for that. But so I felt those feelings of like, oh, my gosh, I'm living back with my parents, you know. But I think I realized because there was so much like death and loss going on during the pandemic, how grateful I was to be with them and have this second chance to be around them like this. Right. Because I think we think about living with our parents and it's like, oh, God, like it shows that I don't I'm broke. You know what I mean? But I look at it through a completely different lens of like, when is the next time I'm going to be able to spend this much time with my dad or this much time with my mom? And like that, that fear of losing them one day is very real for me and I just want to soak up all of the time I can and when my dad comes into my room when I'm working and he's like hey come look at this thing that I built like those <laughs> moments give me so much like joy because I'm like one day he's not gonna do that right. and I need to like enjoy that I know eventually I'm gonna get out of here and I'm gonna go on my own and I'm gonna remember all of this this memories and be so grateful that I had this time versus me trying to go and do this out in the pandemic on my own and live my own life and wonder if I would have like stayed there. What if I would have lost my parents? You know what I mean? Yeah. I just had all of these yeah. thoughts that made me look at it a lot differently. And the way that they were just so hands on for me and all my sisters and like almost in like a corny parent kind of way where sure. it's like holidays are bigger now. Like they go all out and we're like, we're going to get everyone's in the text message group. We're going to get together on this day. And we're going to do this. My mom bought us all matching pajamas, matching robes, like th- things we've never yeah. done. Like even when we were younger. So yeah. like as we get into adulthood, they have so much more fun with the family dynamic yeah. and they're like, everyone's going to match and we're all going to do this. Then we're going to do that. And it's just, and we also, now we run a family business together. So we run a little DJ photo booth business nice. and my stepmom built, and now she's bringing me into, so now not only is like you know we have this beautiful family relationship and now she's like work with me let's do this business together let's build a business for our you know family and it's like one of the things that I never thought would even happen but so exciting that she would want me to be a part of and she's helped do multiple events at Doyen she's so supportive of Doyen and my business like 100% she's like my biggest hype girl like she's always ready to ask me how many clients did you have today how'd your classes go (laughs) like she's literally like amazing and I don't know what I would do without her like it's so amazing to, to talk to her about this and feel her support and yeah like, you know that's my mom you know i love it i love it it, it seems like it, it from her side and you know obviously this is an assumption but it seems like she's also the parent that's asking more than the like well how's your day yes yes she's like she uh, she really wants to hear like what i need or what i'm going through or how Troubles, i'm feeling concerns, yes yeah, yeah like even like when it's just like I had a bad day well, what happened like she really wants to know and then like if I had a bad day or I'm struggling with my confidence or I'm just struggling with anything she's like it's gonna be okay especially with your business and you think you know you go into your self-employment and you think like oh you know it's gonna I'm gonna get on my feet I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that but you go into it for years before you yeah. really profit or see success and when I've had moments of like am I doing the right thing do I need to give this up like am I you know am I making the right decisions she always tells me like 
honey, it's going to take three to five years before you see any results. Don't give up. You got this. I'm here for you if you need help. Like that kind of like unconditional support is so hard to find like from your even family sometimes. It's different. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. very, very different. Like I, I've never felt so like supported by like anyone in my life. And my stepmom is like so ready to just drop everything and help me. And I like, I'm just amazed by that like level of like love that she has for for a daughter that she didn't you know have herself but yeah. has watched grow up from a little tiny girl so it's like when I put myself in her shoes like you know this she came into my life these kids weren't hers and she loved on us the moment that she saw us and now I'm like in, in going into my 30s and she's literally like the same way like let me help you and let me mm -hmm. love on you let me bring these lights to your event like yeah. she's just always been that mom like ready to to bring the party and have the best time and like love on us. And like, I'm, I'm so grateful that we came full circle. That's truly. awesome. That's awesome. Um, what would you say has been like your guys's biggest challenge or obstacle um, specifically with you and your stepmom? I, I would just probably say like that, that constant like communication that we just did the being like, open and vulnerable mm -hmm. and all of that mm -hmm. like sometimes i feel like you know can i bring this to her is this too much sometimes i do get that burdeny feeling yeah. like you know like you know she's she didn't sign up for this like should i do this but and i think for her the challenge is like you know probably seeing seeing or maybe understanding like i do see her as my mom like mm -hmm. maybe she i you know i try all the time to show her that recognition you are my mom like you know but i think sometimes she also may struggle with that too like you know do they really see me as their mom and so we just constantly have that that we show love a lot in our family and like communicate a lot and all of those things and like say like i love you and sh and hug and like give each other things and like i think that's what's really like shown like because sometimes I, I think that she may not always get that level of appreciation that she deserves. So sure, I feel like sure. it's good when it comes from her kids that like, you know, the kids that she didn't necessarily give yeah. birth to, but the kids that have always like, you know, loved her and been there and never, you know, never wanted her to go anywhere, always wanted to be in her life. So yeah, it's, and I think I just have to like, like, you yeah. know, be okay with like letting her like, letting her have that level of yes you're my mom and giving it that to her instead mm -hmm. of me trying to hold a little bit back and be sure. like it's okay i don't want to dump that on me yes sure so, so yeah i like that um do you mind if we talk a little bit about your uh your sister's your stepmom's biological children yeah sure how would you say your guys's relationship has developed over the years oh that's a good question um so when we were younger, we had a lot of fun together. I think it was definitely a challenge for them because obviously they are there, you know, they were the kids and that, that yeah. family dynamic. And now they have two sisters coming in and they're like, what do who we are do? older yeah, too, right? who are older. Yeah. And I don't think they always had like memories of us from the early beginning. So sure. it was kind of a different kind of dynamic. And we always try to make it the best of it. I think it was, I think there were times where we, you know, as kids, you like bicker and things like that, obviously. But Growing up, I think they just didn't really understand where Hunter and I came from, right. you know, because my parents didn't talk about it. They didn't talk about that other situation to them. Essentially, they were lucky enough to kind of get kept out of all that stuff. Yeah. So, like, they didn't really know. So when we came around and it kind of felt awkward and stuff, they don't understand why it feels awkward because yeah. they only know that we're dad's other kids. Right. right. So 
trying to build a sister relationship was really hard. It was almost harder than the step-parent relationship because we knew my stepmom our whole lives, but they were really so young when they met us. And then we were kind of like separated for a long period of time that like when we kind of started going back in, it was like, it was a little awkward. I mean, we were always sisters, but it was like, I, I will specifically remember them saying those are our stepsisters. And I remember that kind yeah. of hurting my feelings one time because I was like, well, I don't see them as my stepsisters. Those are my baby sisters, you know? Um, and so that was kind of difficult at first, but over time, we just like the more time we spent with each other, the, we realized we like had very similar personalities yeah. and we started to bond with each other and things started to be more fun. And, and those are my baby sisters. So I instantly felt like protective and like sure. wanted to love on them and i you know I, I i'm so proud of them they're so smart and creative and they're beautiful and the thing is too one of the most amazing things growing up with them is when we did get to spend more time with each other in my teens it was like th they were hallie and morgan were always like sitting next to me wanting to do their makeup like me and wanting to do their <laughs> hair like me and then we were making little dances together yeah. and like you could just see that like over time they were like oh these are our big sisters and it was like big sisters big sisters then it became like we got really really like close and then, you know, it was always just an up and down, though, depending on the family dynamic sure. and the push and pull sure. was always, you know, and unfortunately, that kind of energy kind of infiltrated and made the energy weird. Um, and I think on the other side, my sister and I were like, man, we were watching these girls have an experience that we missed out on. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And so it was hard for us. I think I, we, of course, I think we felt a little bit jealous and sad yeah. because it's like our sisters were living this great life, getting all this opportunity. Their parents show up to everything. And it was, we didn't really get to experience that on the other side. Right. So we were kind of, it was kind of like awkward on both ends, but now we are so close yeah. and like our relationship over the years, like we, when we, when they started going into, I think my Hunter, my the one that's my biological sister, she ended up going to the same school as them at one point in time. And then they, um, when they started going into high school, that's when we started showing up to like their cheerleading stuff yeah. and their games. So then that family dynamic building again, right? Sure. Like we're getting, we're going to events as a family. Yes. We're no longer like the other sisters. Now we're being a part of the family dynamic. So it, but it takes the effort from everybody involved, right? right. The invitation from the parents and the, you know, us being willing to accept the awkward and yes. go and show up even though we felt like oh, is this gonna you know so I'm grateful for everyone involved and my sister is always just being so loving and like always you know just being good sisters no matter what the situation yeah. was you know what I mean so I love yeah. that um, how have you seen your role as the oldest sister you know shift or I guess oldest child Right. Yeah. I feel like I no longer have to take on so much responsibility anymore. Nice. And I never nice. thought I was going to be able to say that. My parents literally have to tell me, Taylor, calm down. Step back. You don't have to control <laughs> Not your this. problem to yes, solve. Not your problem literally. to solve. <laughs> and I think it's because like, yeah, they knew I was like the the there was a lot of responsibility and like things put on to me when I was growing up in their everybody's like you know situation everybody's dynamic my dad and his and my mom you know everybody kind of put me in this little responsibility role as the oldest and so I feel like when my grandfather passed away and I got you know I felt like I had this role to be like okay I have to be strong and I have to like oh, you know yeah. take care of Hunter because yeah. Hunter's being bounced around and she was so sensitive and I was a little bit so it was I felt like for many 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 years I was kind of like I had to be in this like fight or flight mode of like, you know, making sure hyper vigilant of the responsibilities. I got, I started getting my, I got my license at 15. I started working really early on in my teens. And I was like, you know, up until that moment when I moved out and started working at Barnes and Noble and went to college, when I felt myself like, okay, 
deflate I can almost. live my yeah. life for me now. I don't have to like worry about my siblings. I don't have to like worry about this weird family dynamic. Nobody can pull me into that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I kind of felt like, okay, like I feel good. And like over those, those years I got back on my feet and everything like that. And, and now I even feel less responsibility. Now I'm like yeah. showing up to the house and I'm like, what do you guys make for dinner? Like, you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not the one worrying about anything anymore. You I know love it. I, mean? I love and it. And so, yeah, so I didn't, I love my parents for that. And they allow me almost sometimes to be like that quote unquote, like a kid again. Like I can just have fun with them and not feel like this huge responsibility to carry the family sure. weight anymore. So yeah, for sure. Um, shifting, you know, well, I guess maybe not shifting to your stepmom, but in general, right. We, between like the, your relationship with your, with your stepsisters mm-hmm. um, and your stepmom, what's something, you know, now that you wish you would have known back then. Oh, that's a good question. I wish I knew now or I wish I would have known then that I probably didn't need to be so defensive that I could like you know allow myself to like go into this family and not feel like scared a little bit because I feel like a lot of it was feeling that fear and like not and worrying that we weren't going to be accepted or that we were a burden and and I wish I could go back and be like hey like it's gonna be okay (laughs) you know this is your family you don't need to feel the way you feel like this is your family because I think they always felt like they were our family I feel like it was just so awkward because we just didn't you know know how it fit in and like they Mm -hmm. always knew we were over there but you know it was just the access that was not available so now I'm glad like that I can like look back and see those moments where we were over be able to overcome those those feelings because mm. I definitely think I felt like I had to protect Hunter a lot and protect sure, us and sure. have this like defense and and I wish I could go back and be like hey that's not you don't need to feel like that you're yeah. a kid and you don't need to to you just go and be a kid and be yeah. and that's your family and that's okay stop feeling like you have to you know uh yeah so I got gotcha. you mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you okay um Anything you would do differently? I wish that I would have maybe spoke up a little bit more about how much I wanted to like be in in their life and and I may maybe that you know I can't say if that was really like my fault or anything like sure. that but there's parts of me that go- that thinks back and wishes like I wish I would have just like called my dad and said like come pick me up or take oh, yeah. me over there or like you know can I come over like there were so many times I wanted to and I didn't and I feel like it's because I felt that burdeny feeling of like I'm I, you know I don't want to I don't want to be a problem be too much yeah. i don't want to be a problem i don't you know i always put that that label on myself and and i wish i would have gone back and maybe also done my fighting a little bit more to be in their yeah. lives and not missed out on so much because i do miss out on i missed out on a lot of things that i wish i wouldn't have missed out on yeah but everything happens for a reason too like i never reg- i don't sit here and like regret 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 sometimes i look back and i'm like oh yeah i wish i wish but at the same time like I'm so grateful that everything played out the way it did because I've never been at this level of like closeness with them or happiness or like such a good family relationship. And like, it's, I feel so proud to be able to say that those are my parents and that's my family. And this yeah. is like, you know what I mean? I'm, and they're, they're so proud of me. And I, and I, and I'm grateful for that because their, their constant support like really drives me in life. And I like, without them, I wouldn't even be here. So I'm very grateful for them. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, 
you know, shifting focus and talking specifically about your stepmom, mm-hmm. what what do you thank her for? For not giving up on me. Yeah. <laughs> I thank her for not giving up on me. She had, there were probably so many times she could have, you know, been like, what, what am I, I don't need <laughs> to deal with this. But she loved my dad and she not, she didn't see us as an extension of him. She saw us as us and she loved us and she still like shows the same level, if not more love now. And like, I'm, I'm so grateful for her never giving up and fighting for us and fighting for this family. And, and yeah, it I just makes that. me so proud to call her my mom. I love that. Uh, what would you consider your guys' biggest win? Oh, our biggest win? Being able to, like, just move past everything and, like, live very presently and now, like, plan and and create all of this stuff together. Like, the business that we're building together. We're planning family trips to go see family, yeah. you know, overseas. And, like, things that, like, we never talked about or ever, you know, thought about doing because mm-hmm. of whatever reason. And now we just collaborate more as, like, a family. Like, it's, you know, I sit there and we talk about things that we could do for Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, events, like you know, all that kinds of stuff. And I just love that. Like, you know, we've been able to, to grow in so many other ways. And I, um, my little sister is pregnant now. And, oh, um, I don't know if I can necessarily say that all on the good? podcast, but, um, I just, she doesn't, I don't know if she wants that to be, um, publicized, but, um, yeah, my family is just, our win is just the the fact that we've allowed all this stuff to make us so much stronger and now yeah. we just turn that into so much like beautiful experiences now I and love it. it's great yeah I love it um i just have a few more questions yes. for you um we talked last time um a little bit about how you know um you had gone through like these relationship um kind of ups and downs in your in your journey in your weight loss journey right uh-huh. With your experience with, you know, your your experience with your stepmom and your biological uh, mom and dad, how have you shaped, how has that shaped you into what your view of relationship is now? Hmm. I might need a clarification. Sure. So like, so like, you know, um, we have like this view of a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. How is your experience with them? Like uh-huh. their experience together? Obviously there was a lot of ups and downs right. between your biological mom and your biological oh, right, dad. Uh-huh. Right. But then you also had this kind of, um, I guess, positive foundation that mm-hmm. your stepmom maybe yes, brought in. Uh-huh. And how is that kind of how, not, not specifically from your stepmom, but mm-hmm. all of those mm-hmm. learnings, mm-hmm. right? How has that kind of formed your view of relationships? And for you. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, you know what? That it, First of all, it gives me faith that you can find somebody that will love you unconditionally because yeah. obviously, you know, they're n- not perfect individuals, but they manage to sit with each other through a lot and really hash out and talk through a lot and build a lot from the challenges they face. So that's the one thing that I totally believe in is that no matter what you go through, you really can overcome if you if you love somebody deeply enough. And two, like them building such a strong family family foundation, like I I I now believe that like those kinds of foundations exist because I've seen my parents do it. Like they love on each other so much, but they also put 
pour so much into their daughters and show up for them in so many ways and sit and create these building blocks so that we don't need to struggle or that we don't need to like you know look over our shoulder and wonder like what's going to happen they're always Mm. there for us Mm -hmm. and I feel like to have that type of support or be able to turn around and know that your parents are there and that they're going to help you no matter what kind of situation you're in like that has inspired me so much because you know uh, unfortunately for my my biological mom she didn't get that 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 opportunity to find that kind of relationship right Mm -hmm. and to see her struggle was hard it was like uh, I kind of like lost faith in love and relationships and things like that and now when I compare both of those relationships with each other I think wow like there is there is hope it's just you gotta really want to fight for things you got to find the person that that loves your family as much as you do because mm-hmm. my dad had to find a woman that loved his kids as much as he did right yes. and that's also hard and I can't imagine trying to go out there and you know you have these kids and find somebody that's going to love your kids as much as you do mm-hmm. like how scary that is and like look at she did that she came and she loved on us the moment she met us and and that just inspired me so much like you know and I no longer like I think some of us single individuals <laughs> look at relationships and we're like, I'm not going to date anyone with a kid because I don't yes. want to be a step parent. Right. Yes. But she's taught me that you can create beautiful relationships with, with your stepchildren and they can become your children and you right. can create a whole new family that you never thought was going to even exist. And like, uh, oh, I don't want to get to make me emotional, but <laughs> it's so true. Like the family I always dreamed of exists because of what we've been through and what we've created now. And it inspires me that I will have such a very strong, beautiful family one day no matter if it's my own children no matter if it's someone else's children whatever the case may be like i i believe in that strong beautiful family foundation now because of my parents and because my stepmom was a beautiful enough person to to put herself into this awkward situation and make the most beautiful situation out of it i love it i love it um you know um last time we talked we talked a little bit about gaming (laughs) yeah right um (laughs) I'm curious because a lot of a lot of step kids have gone through like these um, uh, like these moments of where they are gaming a lot. Uh Right. Um, And I'm curious and I'd love to get your perspective on this. Do you feel like that is the reason or a reason why gaming is so so prevalent in like that role or that step parent stepchild journey is because you're able to like dive into that world and be like you know what this is my reality a hundred percent yes i i've realized that over my gaming experience that it was such an opportunity to escape what was like going yeah. on and like immerse myself in something that either made me happy or like that was you know exciting got rid of the stress mm-hmm. right let it out in some way and so anything from Gears of War to Call of Duty yeah. to like, you know, Fallout, whatever it was, um, I I would find a way to just kind of like escape the situation. And and it was good. Like, I, I, I love gaming so much. And like, I feel like not only did it help me escape, but it taught me just a healthier way to like handle my emotions. Right. Because there's so many yeah. other ways I could have handled those feelings that I felt. And I and I found a more productive way yes. you know, yes. and a fun way and a way that just made me feel a lot better all the time. So I'm still a huge gamer now. Now I just, you know, when you have to work all the time, Bruh, man. <laughs> the struggle is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> I feel ya. Um, last question for you. Mm-hmm. What has your mom, your stepmom, taught you about love? Oh, my gosh. 
that it's not circumstantial. Like you don't like it. And what I mean by that is like you, you can, you can love beyond circumstances, right? Like no matter what the circumstances were, like she, she looked at me and my sister and she just loved us like wholeheartedly. And I, I'm, I've never, I've never thought that love could be so unconditional or like that. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I've never been a parent, so I don't know what it's like to look at a kid like that and, and have to put yourself in that situation. But the fact that she immediately took us into her arms and was like, let me put all, get put in you into all these experiences and give you all these opportunities. Like what the heck? Like, you know what I mean? She just taught me that there's just some beautiful people out there that will just like have big hearts and, and that, you know, that's having a step parent, I whatever like stereotype or whatever sure. like labels like put on that it it's not it's so you need to just meet that individual and like experience them and realize that people there are people out there with so much love to share and it doesn't matter if they come from you or they come from somebody else like they have such a beautiful opportunity to create a life for this child or an experience or a parental relationship that will change their lives and like she really did change my life and it inspires me to hopefully be a parent like that one day i love that i love that hey thanks again for sharing thanks again for coming on and just being vulnerable again and always this was awesome thank you so much friend for sure